Hello, James here. Welcome to the James Cast, and this is PowerWorks the Lightning Edition, which means I've gone in, curated a little bit of the conversation, pulled out the pieces that just, you know, made me smile, kind of tickled me a little bit. And I thought, you know what? Sometimes you want to sit down and you want to listen to the entire show. Sometimes you just want the highlights. Sometimes you just want that stuff that you can fire on for a quick 25 minutes and in and out and leave going, I am so informed. Thank you, Glenn Power. Well, let's get started with that. In this lightning edition, we kick off with just a little bit of randomness. I I don't know. It's kind of weird, but random seems to be the flavor of the hour. Little distraction, little something to just warm up the mind. It's It's basically a fluff session. There we go. Here it is. The start of our conversation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could be standing in a workshop while somebody's oh. trying to do a bolt with an egg and while you're trying to talk to somebody. Oh, no. I mean, that's... and yeah. it's, it's it, You never realize when you t- start talking about working in a workshop, the amount of noise, air guns and things falling and you know, grinders and... You know, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, like... It's, it's, it's weird now, but obviously... I'm, just I just measure everything because I have to. You know, yeah. Where's the next Where's the next rent check getting paid from? And, and how yeah, are we yeah. getting this out? And when does that car get back to the customer? And why is this customer calling me? And when you've got all the air tools going around the shop and you can hear someone hammering and there's like you know seven eight people all at work making a noise. It's yeah. a comfort and for me anyway. And it's probably the same yeah. for most mechanics. You just get you feel a lot. You just comfortable around yeah. it. If there's no sound, and when it drops your- off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like lunchtime comes around. Yeah. It's like, hang on a minute. What's just happened? There's nobody around. There's seven cars in the on the lifts and there's nothing getting fixed. What yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Like that's all of a sudden becomes a very panicking time. Yeah. Um so it's it's interesting actually how I've always obviously liked the noise, not necessarily liked sure. it, but just being comfortable with it. But now when it isn't there it's even worse. Yeah. It's like, oh no, we're not making any money now. Not making any money now. That well, customer wants that's the car it. back. Yeah, if if you've got no sound, you've got no cash, and that's yeah. that's a good. That's a. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So you want to have the sound I mean, Just sort of. just makes you feel like you're busy. I'm just saying, if you're looking at what I've just sent you a three minute voice note rant, <laughs> just to get it out of my system before we did the podcast, and I spoiled it. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm not looking at the voice note rant, but it's. <laughs> Colin sent me one of those. He just kind of did it. It was, a, it was, you know, often we have a little bit of a chat before and, and sometimes I, I you know, I, rec- I, I include them depending on what we're talking about. Yeah. You Colin, Colin's mine. is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say, yeah. You can't include mine. It's like, yeah. We're not going there either. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but all right. Do I need to listen to it before? We I mean, it's, it's, per, it's, it's, no, 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 you don't need to listen to it. I just, I, I was just, it, just two situations that bugged me and I was like, I need to just get this off my okay. chest. Yeah, anytime gonna, you need to do that. Otherwise I'm going to go into the podcast and just be like, yeah, yeah. this car's rubbish. Don't yeah. want to talk about that. Don't yeah. want to talk. So it's yeah. off my chest. Now. Okay. I have so, not looked at it because when good. I come in and out of things, I, it was, I mean, I could delete it now. I've said it. So no, as far as you know, it's out. If you caught it off your chest, I'm, I'm happy about yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, in fact, I think it's always good 
psychologically and, and just sort of mental well-being to have that person that you can call, rant. They don't take it personally and they say, you feel better? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Well, so what's going on? It's like, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to know about it. I don't care. I mean, you feel better? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I still think we should, you know, we should get uh, me and me and DJ in on the show and just yeah. like, talk about some of the, uh, there's no word for it that's not slang or vulgar or whatever you want to call it, but the, the absolute disasters that we see on a daily basis just from and and it's yeah totally avoidable all the time it's yeah completely totally avoidable all the time but yeah it's good yeah. It's sad news the uh the lincoln town car that i've been eyeing that had a sticker to get towed oh no got taken it oh. got bought it got bought it didn't get towed oh, good, I, I was good, walking the good. dog the emirati guy who owned it had a buyer there and he's showing them around and they're talking in Arabic, but I'm, you know, I'm hanging around with my big dog, right? And they're kind of looking at me, what's this guy doing? <laughs> and, and I see him get in and I'm just waiting because I see him get in the car and he's going he's, he's gonna to start it for the buyer. And I'm going, it starts. Hope it starts for you, dude. And, and clearly he hadn't been there checking out because I, I go by all the time. And so there's, and, and he, he's, he, you know, good old American Lincoln cranks it over. It starts. And I'm listening. Don't, don't hear any. I'm listening. Oh, are we going to hear any uh, valve clatter? No, I didn't hear the. It actually sounded okay. Like it. Beautiful part though. And so it, sound is one thing, and I'm pretty sure there's work needs to be done on this Lincoln. He, it was gone then, and I'm looking where it was parked. Quite a big pool of oil underneath the car. No, no, no. They're just waterproofing <laughs> the asphalt. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They do I took, took the old goat in for the inspection and, uh, you know, 300 and whatever thousand kilometers on it. And uh, it's always, you know, a question of, is it going to get through the inspection again? Is it going to get through? And uh, and then I'm thinking, when did I last have that in for service? Oh, yeah, we did have it in for service. And uh, it seemed to be all going then. And, uh, yeah, rolled off the old... Uh, you know, the inspection line, perfectly good for another year. So yeah. I thought, huh, there we go. Yeah, well, oh, oh, no, no, no. Roadworthy is not <laughs> what it tests. At the, time of, at the time of test, it was okay. Well, that's it. So I was happy at that moment. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was always funny. Like the MOT is the equivalent in the UK, and it's like, you know, this is a roadworthiness test. It's not really a roadworthiness <laughs> test, and it's only applicable for the time of test. Yeah. So as soon as you start that car and take it anywhere, it's now no longer valid. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, there we go. That, that got you warmed up, and that leads right into none other than the thing that you probably are going to go, I just don't want to listen to this. No, no, you do. You do. You do. So don't tune out. COVID-19 doesn't seem we can get away from it. Well, even PowerWorks, the podcast, couldn't get away from it. Here's Glenn and I talking COVID, and Glenn actually has a solution. Been plenty of stuff going on. Oh, man. You know what? I actually was talking with some of my students yesterday, and the advice I gave them was carve out the portion of the day where you're going to watch or listen to the news, and then the rest of the time, ignore it. And and they said, do you do that? I said, absolutely, that's what I do. I, I mean, I tune into the news in the morning. So you're hooking into BBC. I'm yeah. hooking into CBC in the yeah. morning. I listen to that news. Actually, I, I temper it. I listen to 30 minutes of CBC, The World at Six, with Susan Bonner. And then I listen to the BBC World News podcast 
that goes out for another about 30 minutes. Yeah. So I get this Canadian stuff and then I get the BBC perspective on the world. Yeah. And that's my news for the day, one hour. And so, you know, okay. I also then look at the national in the afternoon at about four o'clock for about 15 minutes. And I, I don't read the world news that's in the, the national. Stuff, yeah. I look at the local stuff. I look at the UAE news and that's it. Yeah. And the rest of the day, someone says, oh, you keep track of what's going on with COVID? No. Do you know what's going on? What did you hear? It's like, nope. I mean, I could tell you what's happening with COVID. You're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> I mean, what, what are you going to say? What, yeah. That's well, just the way I think we have to accept that. Well, and that was the other argument that I had with someone that were going on. and I, not, not an argument, but we had a friendly discussion. They said, you know, this vax versus that vax versus this vax. So first, I had a, we had a discussion about availability in different countries. And, you know, it's hard to compare one versus the other if they don't have them in the country because they haven't bought into that vaccine. And second of all, I said, they're going, well, the efficacy rate. And I'm going, hold on. Efficacy rate is not the number number that should be concerning you. The number that should concern you is if you get COVID with this vaccine, what's the percentage chance that you're going to end up with the worst case scenario? Mm. That's the number you want to have because inevitably you're going to get COVID anyway. Yeah. So as long as this vaccine, whichever one you're going for, protects you from getting into the ICU, then you're pretty happy. And it, then what tempered that one is there's a Johnson and Johnson's got a new vaccine coming out, which is kind of cool. One jab. That's kind of neat. No more tears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the lady, um, the doctor who uh, is being helped create the Moderna vaccine was talking about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine saying, you know, it's a pretty sweet vaccine. And she didn't have anything to do with it. And she's a competing vaccine saying that Johnson and Johnson's a pretty pretty sweet vaccine. And she said, you know what? In the world of vaccines, we need to rethink things a little bit. And mm -hmm. she said, when we're talking vaccines and we're reading about them, we're talking in terms of we want the perfect vaccine. And she said, you know what we really need to be thinking? We need to be thinking in terms of good enough. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and she said, if you start thinking in terms of good enough, any vaccine is going to be better than no vaccine. Exactly. So get vaccinated. I mean, how, how, how it's, it's a year ago. It's a year ago it's since year. Yeah. I started listening to Dr. John Campbell on YouTube and, and, yeah. and he was imploring Boris Johnson in the UK because Boris Johnson had come out stiff upper lip, typical yeah. Brit. Very little was known at the time anywhere and said, ah, it's all right, we'll go for herd immunity. Well, herd immunity is 60 or 70%. Well, if you can yeah. vaccinate everybody, but it's only 60% effective, you're kind of there, right? Yeah. And everyone's had a shot in the arm. Yeah. That's a lot better than, well, I've been there, you know. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've dealt You've, with it. Yeah. So it's not pretty. I'd rather have a shot in the arm and I hate needles. Yeah. So that, that's just the, that's just the way, the way it is. And I don't, I don't know anything, but, I will still trust the wealth of scientific knowledge yeah. that's out there that's, that's oh, dealt it. with all this. And, and you know, you know, actually, the best one is is I mean, you know, a few doctors. I know a few doctors, and quite frankly, their their medical education doesn't mean they can read Lancet Journal any better than you can read the yeah. Lancet Journal. And there's a whole bunch of research out there that is available for all of us to read. And our world in data is a fantastic yeah. resource. And so I think if you just start actually educating yourself. And reading some of this stuff and getting up on the terminology, you know, the, the average GP doesn't know anything more about the molecular makeup of things, nor how that molecular makeup works. Yeah. They, they might have studied a chemistry class at one point in their studies that helps them understand how membrane transfer works. But do they know about new protein-busting viruses and virology? No, they don't. Everyone's an, an expert on Facebook, though. Yeah. Well, well you've got to be careful. Facebook. And that's the thing. You've got to be careful. The, the interesting thing about this, and this is the last thing I'll, obviously, COVID, hey, everyone knows about it. But the interesting thing that 
sort of novel thing that I've noticed is we, me and Amy sat and watched a film on Friday called Greenland. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Butler. Yes. It's getting old, so, eh? So yeah. <laughs> what happened to Gerald but- Gerard yeah. Butler? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought. Yeah. I I, I know. I'm looking. I'm going. Because his, his wife in it, I forget the lady's name, but she was she was in the original series of Homeland, and she was yes. also in the remake of V about yes. ten years ago. Yeah. She's the exact same. Yeah. She, yeah. Gerald Butler's had it hard. I mean, he's been yeah. in a lot of you know hard situations. I mean, he's saved three presidents, hasn't he? Right. Yeah. Or saved the president three times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's had it hard, but. There was a. This film basically is there's an asteroid coming, it's going to come very close to the Earth, and then they get it wrong, but it's actually going to be an extinction event, and everyone's going to go. And without giving anything too much away, the plan is that they're going to get locked down yep. in these underground bunkers. Yeah. And they're going to ride out the 600 degrees Celsius winds and all this stuff that comes with the extinction impact for up to nine months. And you know, the first thing I thought was I bet there's no more cold and flu. Yeah. Because yeah, everything's dead, <laughs> yeah. or 60 or 70% yeah, or whatever yeah, the prediction yeah. was, would, would be life, plant and animal, would be wiped off the face of the earth. But then the people that are in there are all then just going to have had everything in close contact for nine months, and then there's yeah. going to be nothing left. Yeah. Be no more illness. Can you imagine? So it's, it's gonna like start fresh. Amazing. <laughs> I'm not saying we need an impact no. an asteroid, but no. it makes you think back to the start where we could have probably done because Well and that and that's the whole that's the whole thinking of New Zealand and close our doors and we we'll yeah, limit but, travel. You know, and, one of the things you know, one of the things that people I remember saying at the start was look the risk of, of, of not allowing the virus to go its full phase, if you like, is if you limit social contact, the natural selection yeah. is going to mean that the one, the viruses that are the, if they mutate, the ones that are going to survive are ultimately going to yeah. be the ones that are easier to transmit. Right. Because yeah. the ones that can't transmit can't survive. Gotcha. So we've kind of created ourselves a bit of an issue here by half horsed. <laughs> yeah. So what we need to do is we need to get Gerard Butler, the woman from V, and get in a concrete bunker for nine months yeah. and then we'll be fine. Yeah. There we go. A little COVID just so you feel at home. Wouldn't want you to think that it's totally evaded our thought process. Hey, I got a good one for you. You ever go away? Well, not recently, right? But ever go away and decide you want to leave your vehicle with a friend? So I had this really interesting one happen because we had a friend who did go away and ended up leaving their car with Glenn, which obviously was the great idea. But jokingly, I said, yeah, you don't really trust me, do you? And, and actually on the flip side, I was really glad they left their car with Glenn because it needed some repairs along the way. And I didn't want it to be under my watch that all that happened. But you know what? It's a great conversation. It's a little memory lane trip as well. You're going to love it. Let's have a listen to the bunny car story. You'll get it. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. And so then I had another dilemma over uh, my, my good friend, uh, Bunny, came back in town. She's back. Wonderful to have Bunny back here. Uh, Bunny and I, it's, it's fun when you have friends who move, who move to Dubai. And she's been here, I don't know, probably seven years now. And uh, we met... This woman, she goes by the name Bunny. That's that, you know, she's got an actual name, but that, that name sort of. Uh, did she? Did she? Because you met her. Did she call herself Bunny to you, or did she call herself Renata? Renata. Okay. So, yeah. so just so you know, just call her Bunny. 
And I'm not going to do that. No, no, that's no. the name she goes by. She, okay. I've never called her Renata. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> like, this is why she goes by Bunny because you just approached her the first time you met her and said, so, "Hi, Bunny." No, so I we we met, and this is this this all is going to come around in a second. You're going to get it. We met years ago, like literally 25 years ago, as rafting guides on the St. Lawrence River. And we were all training to be rafting guides. You start training, by the way, when the ice is still on the river. And, you know, it's a nice little piece of river in Montreal if you, if you like to do rafting. Class three rapids, nice wide part of, of, the, of the water where it, it, the reason they have the St. Lawrence Seaway and the, the canal system there is because you, it's impassable with a boat because it, it really drops and it's a ledge drop, right? Okay. So the water going over at about 20 kilometers an hour hits these ledges. You get nice 15 foot, foot waves, right? Great for rafting. Fast, big, and you start doing it in the winter. So we were rafting guides together on the St. Lawrence River. Fast forward, she's living here, got, got a sweet ride. And uh, as would happen, she, uh, she needed someone to take care of that ride when she went away. And she did not ask me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and for the longest time, I'm thinking, I wonder why she didn't ask me that. Oh, I guess I drive the Wrangler that, that is, you know, making it and we were rafting guides together. So she, she's pretty aware of, of how you, you know, handle, handle things. Vehicles, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and the, the best, I had the, the best raft. So my wife was a rafting guy too, if you can imagine, because we were married at this time. Maybe we weren't married yet. Anyway, uh, we were rafting one guys together. And one day I said, oh, you got to take out this raft. It's the, the bomb of the rafts. The fact that you have to put a little duct tape on because it does lose air, but, but you make it down to the bottom with still a lot of air. So you don't have to worry. And the only problem was this raft, the Shoshone, you had to be seated in it to get maximum purchase with the oars because you'd have these big long oars on the back that you would you would row. You'd have people with with paddles, but really you didn't need them yeah. unless you had a really full raft. Then they could help also give you speed. Yeah. But once in the rapids and heading for the wave, you know they'd have their paddles up. You know, and you'd call it down, and they you know kind of duck inside because as you're going down and hitting this 15 foot wave in a 16 foot raft, <laughs> it's like doom is impending, right? <laughs> so you'd steer it with these big long oars, and. Uh, so the Shoshone was a sit-down one. The guy in the back who was guiding her, the, or the gal, they had to be seated. For, neglected to mention that to my wife, and she's taking down a group of kids, and I'm going, take that Shoshone, it's the best raft. So she gets in it. She's a stand-up right. guide. You must have been married, James, because there's no way she's marrying you after that if <laughs> yeah. you told her not, not, didn't tell her to sit down. <laughs> stand-up guide. And uh, yeah, we were married, actually. Uh, a stand-up guide who needs to be sitting down. And she said, I, she's, I almost missed the, the fan. Cause the, there's a, a narrow, like maybe 50 meters between the family route and the full fledged route, but you had to kind of maneuver to get into it. Right. And, uh, standing up very hard to maneuver in that raft to get into it. And she almost missed it. She said, it was like, you know, freaking that, you know, we're, I'm taking these kids <laughs> down the full, the full rapids, which <laughs> I'm taking these kids and leaving you, James. Yeah. Thanks for and, telling and, me. And she said, you know, and, and quite frankly, when you're taking a bunch of kids down the family route in that raft, the duct tape really doesn't do as good a job as you might think it does. <laughs> and the worst part was you would, you would hear the bubbles coming out too. Of one. So I was like, Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm figuring that's a, so great, great conversation with the bunny okay. because you took care of her car yeah. and uh, she was really happy with that. And that, so I hadn't realized that's why she didn't ask me to do it because she knows me too well. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, the reason I bring this up is when, when you go away, 
it really is important to the health of your vehicle to be thinking of that. No matter what time of year, if you're going to be away for a month or two, make sure someone's taking care I mean, of your we, car. We got, um, you're exactly right. We we were, I suppose lucky is not the way to describe it at all because it's kind of unlucky in the end. But the reasons for keeping your car going and somebody using it effectively yeah. and, and looking after it while you're away for any kind of extended period of time is you don't want to have problems with batteries, tires, ACs, right. and anything that's that, that relies on oil circulation that's going to dry out, anything like that, even with modern engines and modern oils, it's it's not great. Within the first week, maybe the second week at most, was the airbag warning light came on randomly. Yeah. So I took it into the dealer because the car was still in warranty and a flat tire. Yeah. So, you know, like that yeah. wouldn't have been, I mean. So if you'd had the flat tire and, it hadn't, and you just got it sitting in your apartment yeah. and then you come back and, and the tire is ruined. Yeah. Two months of flat tire. It's and done. you can't move your car. Yeah. And, and and then you get that airbag warning list. So this was another thing. What a, what a great thing. It's under warranty. You take it back. Well, it's not a, it's not a one minute fix. It's going to take a few days. Yeah. Well, obviously it was one of those. It's in warranty. Now I'm not going to look at it and, and yeah. risk voiding a warranty. Um, what do you think was the matter? Do you think it was well, just the fault, a Well, the fault in there said passenger airbag deactivation switch. Mm. So on some cars, there's a switch to deactivate yeah. the airbag. Now on the sort of the VW group and Porsche stuff, there's usually, not always, there are some differences, but there's usually just one of those where you put the blade key in and turn yeah. it. So you have to m- m- physically and deliberately go in there. It's upside down in the glove box or at the end of the dashboard behind a panel. So if you're going to put a baby seat in the front, right, okay. The airbag doesn't go off, which is obviously dangerous for a, for a child seat. Now, this car didn't have that on it. Huh. So I'm in, a, I'm in a situation here where I have to think, okay, is my diagnostic tool, this is a relatively new car, yeah. still in warranty with the yeah, manufacturer, yeah. is my diagnostic tool slightly out of date and not giving me the right data? There was no updates pending for the tool, so that's potentially just what it was. Or is this a more serious issue that mm. I'm going to have to start stripping components down to find out right. and then risk voiding the warranty, which yeah. is potentially, well, let's say an engine goes in warranty, you're talking yeah. 200, 200,000 dirhams, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get involved with that. Right. That wouldn't be fair. So we just took it around to the dealer and I should have put that in my rant. <laughs> I was uh, I was dealing with the dealer. <laughs> it's speechless. I don't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we'll talk off air. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't easy yeah. at all. We had a. We, we then seven or eight days later. Oh, seven or eight days. Can you imagine if this was someone who needed to use the vehicle and you're you're out of commission for seven or eight days? Seven. We used to do it all the time. People are coming with a warning like, "Okay, have a quick yeah. check for us," and we'd we'd either clear it. And give them pointers and say, look, it might just be a glitch if it is come back, or if it, yeah. if or if it is a problem that could still be a glitch. But if it isn't yeah. a glitch, it's safety related. Then we'd say keep it in. Now, in the case of the airbag, you'd keep it in because yeah, the last yeah. thing you want is that going off on the <laughs> yeah. road or not when you need it. So, about seven days, and yeah, then to pick the car time. up. And uh, now it was a different person that gave me the keys. Yeah, back and I dropped them with. Maybe this person didn't have the information, but I would have thought he'd have wanted to get that information and yeah. I asked the questions the usual ones so what was the problem what have you done yeah. oh nothing we just cleared the fault 
<laughs> you haven't, because I tried that and it wouldn't do that. Yeah. So, okay, back to the, maybe it was my diagnostic tool. Yeah. What was the fault? No, we just cleared it. What, it took you seven days to clear it? We just cleared the fault, sir. All right, thanks. <laughs> Is the light gone off? Yes, okay, thank you. So I, I gave the, the job card copy and, and obviously everything's all online now for yeah, the yeah. warranty, but I gave the physical job card to Renata when she picked the car up and with her other key and just said look if you have any issues with it this is what it was in for originally and you take it straight back to them and, and, yeah. and get on to them about it but hopefully not hopefully it was a, a loose connection somewhere or yeah. the, the there are so how many times do we see the, such and such a group of cars are having to be recalled because of an, yeah. a, a Japanese airbag manufacturer has recalled their airbags yeah. I mean it's, I'm not saying that's what happened because they should have told them there's there's many many things that get done and we used to get cars in for service that we'd go on to our online which at the time was called Elsa and we'd type the vehicle details in to bring up the service sheet and it'd go bing 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 and there'd be a load of service campaigns yeah, okay. so some a lot of them were called proactive so it was something simple like there'd be we've changed the drain plug washer for mm. the gearbox because mm. we've noticed they've been leaking after the second change so you need to even if it's not in for a gearbox oil change take the plug out change the washer put it back in we've changed the type of wiper blade we've changed the grease we use for the door hinges so you need to clean the hinges out and put this new grease whatever mm. it may be and customers don't need a letter yeah and they don't need telling bring the car in because of that yeah but while the car's in proactively rectify it now if it was a safety recall then that's different. The customer gets notified. We collect the car. Yeah. We give them a courtesy car. We get it fixed and we give it back. doesn't necessarily happen everywhere. Uh, yeah. It mm. wasn't easy to deal with. But mm. it was a great case in point of why you should keep somebody that you yeah. can trust. To, to, and it doesn't have to be a mechanically minded person. It doesn't have to be a garage it doesn't have to be nice to, nice to have someone an advocate though who knows about stuff to go in <laughs> to have a you know it, it's not a great example because obviously we know each other and yeah if we're not had used you you'd have just brought it in that's fine but to, to have it with the garage it kind of takes out the stress for the middle person so you don't yeah, have to yeah. feel bad for that person you've left the car with yeah, yeah. and I think that's one of the things <laughs> yeah. to because whilst it wouldn't bother me yeah, no, no, it probably wouldn't bother you, but still, still busy. Uh, yeah, but still, like, oh, well, my watch. Now I got to get this taken yeah, care of. Still it. busy, and it's yeah. you know, it's like, you know, and the other thing is, it sounds silly, but just to keep the car clean. Yeah, yeah, you know, just to keep it clean. Just you know, we were we were looking at it every six or seven days at the car. Obviously, it was with Porsche, so it was it was about a what is it fifteen kilometers maybe drive from where it was to the workshop mm. so we were doing 30 kilometers every week effectively yeah. but it was enough and obviously leaving it running before we drove it checking all the lights and the levels checking the tire pressures driving it to the workshop making sure everything's okay cleaning it and then taking it back so the you know the engine was getting a good run the, the, yeah. all, everything was being operated and you know just even silly things like opening the doors and make sure the seals are yeah, clean, yeah. regularly cleaning the seals. These, these things all add up, especially on a car like that. There was, there was yeah, this was a little Boxster. So uh, yeah. how'd, you, how'd you like that Boxster? I like the Boxster. Yeah. The Boxster is a, lot a of really fun. nice car. Yeah, a lot of fun. Really nice car. I, I, I think it's 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 very, 
very underappreciated mm. by anyone that's never ha- actually driven one. Because until, until you've driven one, I think you'd always think to yourself, well, you're always going to be sat in it thinking it's a nice car and then a Carrera is going to pull up next to you. <laughs> but, you know, it's a different car. Mm. You know, the engine layout is different. It feels completely different. They drive and handle different, and, and some people would say better. Certainly, in the case of the middle one, the Cayman, that oh, they man. do handle a lot better than the nine eleven. Mm, really? So, oh yeah, huh? Heck of a lot better. Huh? I never would have thought that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just there's there's differences to all these cars, and they're not necessarily, you know, it's it's not like one is a first step on the ladder, and then the next one yeah. is that, and then. You know, you've 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 sold your business for ten million dollars, so you buy the top one. It's not <laughs> yeah. like that. Okay, they're, they're all different horses for courses, and very very good car. I like, I, I do like the cars, and mm. and it was it's the right color as well. Yeah, I I, I was kind of hoping it'd be yellow, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> can't be yellow Porsche unless it's like a Carrera GT or something. Then you can have a yellow Porsche. So that's essentially why Bunny didn't let me drive her Porsche. <laughs> yeah, sure. She just knows the Wrangler. She's just going, I don't know if I can trust that guy. Hey, we, we round out this lightning edition of the PowerWorks podcast right here on the James cast. That's, why, that's a lot to say with just a little rant from Glenn and myself about automotive companies just being themselves. Here we go. This is the Be Proud, Be You segment of the show. Be proud of yeah. what you are. I think that's that's the most important thing for me there. I mean, why why make your car anything other than what you want it to be? And maybe they want it to look like a BMW 5 Series and a Mazda. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, the, the BMW 5 Series seems to be, for whatever reason, and I'm not a big Beamer fan. I don't know. It's just never been... It's never been the one that sticks out in my head, but it seems to me that people really try to replicate that look and it's weird. It's really weird. And, and yeah, it's, I'm not driving a Beamer. I'm driving a Mazda, but it looks like a Beamer, but it's a Mazda. And it's like, okay. Just yeah. aspire to something that's don't try and be the next best thing. Try and be the first you. That's how I would yeah. look at it. Now it's obviously, you know, I'm never going to be a car manufacturer, for probably for that reason <laughs> but you know look yeah. at look think of the most famous cars if somebody that you know if somebody came to you and said look we need to think of the most 10 most important cars in history then they're all going to be unique yeah model t beetle 2cv None of them look like each other. Yeah. That's the first thing you can say yeah. straight away. You could put them all, no matter which 10 you chose, and I guarantee if they were rent, genuinely were important, they didn't, none of them would look the same. Yeah. Bugatti Veyron, to bring it more. <sighs> nothing looks like the Bugatti yeah. Veyron, right? And it's just, yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a car, make it worth <laughs> yeah. it. I saw, I saw one of the Lamborghini off-roaders the other day, and I just instantly went, Why? Mm. why it's interesting i mean you know it, and it was interesting because i knew instantly it was a lamborghini because of the lines you know why that is because the people that were buying the aventador and the yeah. and the hurricane 10 or 15 20 years ago even for the you know they can't get in and out of them anymore <laughs> exactly so yeah. what they were doing they were going and buying these <laughs> rolls royce cullinans or whatever they're called yeah, and, yeah. The, and the bentley yeah Bentayga, Bentayga, or however you yeah. pronounce it, and they yeah. thought, no, 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 
we'll just take the Bentley one, put our badge on it, <laughs> and we'll sell it. And then they can they can trade the Aventador in, and we'll sell the Manura. So however you pronounce that, yeah. I did see a Bentley convertible the other day, one of the new ones. I, I didn't see the badge on the back. It was, uh, but <sighs> said to the wife, now that's a car. Yeah, the, the Bentleys do look really sweet. It, really, really sweet lately. When, I mean, ones. I was really impressed. So I, it, it made me think I got to gotta get in touch with uh, Noel over there and see if I can't get him to set yeah. me up for a Bentley. The sort of, <laughs> the, the kind of 2000, like the Continental GT when they got yeah. the W12 off VW was a great car at the time. It just didn't age well. no. No, that was the silly LEDs on the front, and and yeah. they just they didn't have the the crisp finish on the lights and the body lines. Yeah. It was a great car, and they still look great. Don't get me wrong, but they're just not yeah. like when you see the current one. They haven't changed much, but they're so much better. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. And it's just not it's just not not aged, but they're they're fantastic cars. Yeah. Great, great car. There you go. That's it. The Lightning Edition. The Lightning Edition, the Lightning Edition, 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 the Lightning Edition of the PowerWorks podcast as heard right here on the James Cast. Thank you very much for listening. By all means, follow us, the James Cast or Podaholics with a K across all the socials. And of course, share the link. Let people know we exist. It's because of you that we have such a loyal following. So help us get a few more people under our banner because we just love sharing and we love doing it. Hey, have a great one. Talk to you again soon. So long for now.